Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Good afternoon, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. I hope you guys are having a tremendous Tuesday. Um, I'm having a busy Tuesday here in Santa Rosa today. Just uh, seeing some families going back to back. I've got another one coming up here pretty quick. So I wanted to jump on here um, a little bit early. And I had a email from one of uh, my viewers that I wanted to told her I would talk about today. And uh, her question was, when you are an adult with a background of trauma, how do you how do you work through that when you have a tendency to share? your pain with other people and you make light of it so you she said you know her tendency is to smile when she's telling someone about something painful that has happened in her life or she'll share a really painful story um, kind of nonchalantly and uh, it makes other people uncomfortable and she's wondering how you find that healing space in the midst of that and so I want to tie that in with uh, just a little bit. Hey there, Mimi. I want to tie that in with a little bit about the unconscious. Your unconscious is where your trauma lies. You're, you're, where, and you've heard me say this before. Our brainstem is where we hold all of our memories. And your most stressful experience in your life are stored in your brainstem. Your, your most stressful memories are stored in your brainstem. And I touched on this last week in that the higher the stress, the deeper the vibration. So the higher the stress, the deeper the vibration into the brainstem. And when that occurs, all of that, all of those stories are unconscious. What you think is stressing you out today and what you think is, is really the problem and what you think is the root of the issue, it's not the issue. Um, I like to say all emotional reactivity stems from unfinished business. When you find yourself being reactive to something or someone, it has far less to do with that person or that situation and far more to do with unconscious stories and experiences that you're not aware of. And I believe that that really does create the most conflict in our day-to-day -day lives. We think that there are there are all these other situations causing our pain and, and it's it's really not and it's it's unfortunate because it's one thing to deal with it with children it's another thing when it afflicts us as adults and we're just not able to grasp and gain control over those unconscious stories and those unconscious emotions that make us feel so helpless and so out of control and so when when you know, my viewer talked about the sharing stories that are painful and smiling or laughing about it. The significance is that there is pain 
underneath that smile and that laugh. And, and this, throws, this throws parents off all the time. When their kids laugh in the midst of a really stressful situation or the parent gets really pissed off and the kid is smiling at them or laughing about it or making light of it and then the parent's immediate perception is that the kid doesn't care or that they they don't have any empathy or or they're you know a future sociopath all this crazy stuff we come up with and the reality is is in that moment of stress, there's a disconnection between the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. So the smile actually occurs from an unconscious place because the brain is not in sync with the experience that is occurring and the emotional connection to it. So when a child, or just like an adult, tells a stressful story or a painful story, and this happens a lot too, and they smile about it or they laugh about it or they make light of it, then what it's, what's actually happening is that there's a disconnect. It's a defense mechanism which prevents them to, from feeling the actual experience. And it's, it's very common, and we all do it in, in, in light ways. And, and I even do it myself. I've, I have learned to smile and to sometimes even giggle when I'm encountering a really stressful situation because it's a defensive mechanism from my own fear and from my own stress reaction of anger. And so that little smile or that little giggle can give me a little space, can buy me a little space without feeling completely overwhelmed. Because yeah, even though I preach this stuff and I've been living this stuff uh, you know, every single day, doesn't mean that I'm not immune to having my feelings hurt or feeling upset or, or you know, feeling overwhelmed. And so you have to learn coping mechanisms for how to, how to regulate those emotional highs and lows day to day. But when you're an adult trying to go through healing and you're telling and you're sharing stories, which may be painful stories, may be overwhelming stories to other people, and you're making light of it, what I want you to understand is that it's okay to make light of it. If that's what you need to do in that moment is make light of that story because it's a way of sharing. So even if you're not even if you're not fully attached to the emotion of the experience, you're still sharing it. And I feel like that has some healing value in and of itself. You're not allowing it to just remain in the darkness. But then what I want you to do and what I want to encourage you to do is to go to the next level of that healing. And when you get home, or if you have a close friend or someone that you that you have that you have some trust in, share that same story. Honor that smile that comes up and then breathe into that smile. Because the same thing happens with kids. When a kid is experiencing something painful and they're smiling, if if you as the witness to that pain don't smile, it takes a fraction of a second for the emotion to catch up. It's like, it takes a fraction of a section of a second for the story and the emotion of the story to connect. And then all of a sudden, the child's smile turns into a more serious, more painful, more painful experience. It's more directly connected to what's actually going on. So when you don't get thrown off by the giggle or by the smile or by the laugh, you're actually able to hold a mirroring, a mirroring presence which directly reflects back to the child's brain that what they're experiencing right now 
is not funny, it's not humorous, it actually has an emotional connection. So as an adult, I would encourage you to, once you've told that story, go back, you know, go back home or go back somewhere you feel safe, tell that same story again, notice the smile that comes up, breathe into the smile, and then say to yourself, but how did I really feel? And right underneath that smile is gonna be your pain. Right underneath that smile is gonna be your sadness. Hey, Leonardo, my dear friend. How are you from, from Colombia, Cartagena? It's good to see you. Hey there, John. So right underneath that smile is the pain. And a lot of times we just don't give ourselves an opportunity to honor the pain because it just doesn't feel good. It just doesn't. I mean, honoring your sadness and honoring your pain, it's just hard. We don't want to do it. It's so easy. It's so much easier to be angry. And that's why we have angry children. Because we have taught them over the years that if you get mad or you get frustrated, you just lash out. You don't get mad and get frustrated and breathe into it and ask yourself, what is it really, what's really going on, the reason you're feeling overwhelmed. You don't get mad and feel stressed out and stop and take a minute and, and dig into your own rejection and your own shame and your own helplessness. In fact, instead, you, you get upset and you lash out and you blame the other person for it. And then what ends up happening is we end up, we end up growing up our children to just be reactive and blaming. And there's no healing in that. That's how we just perpetuate a cycle of being victims. And then our children grow up being victims. And what do they do to their children? Well, they lash out and they get angry and they blame their children. So I say, I say this all the time, this work you're doing today in this moment isn't really about you and your child. This work you're doing today and in this moment is about changing the DNA of who you are because then you are creating a new story and a new blueprint for the DNA of your children to get passed down to your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. You think that you're doing this work today. You're, you're, you think you're doing this work of, of, of encountering your fear and facing your fear and dealing with your pain and dealing with your shame because you want to help your child grow to some different place, but you're really not. This is about changing the lineage of your family. It's about changing your DNA. And that's why it's not easy. And I tell you guys this all the time. This work, this love-based work you do with me, that you hear me talking about, this isn't the broad and wide. This is the freaking straight and narrow. It gets hard, it gets painful, it is not easy. It's the hardest thing you're ever going to do. But I know, I know with my every fiber of my being that love is the way and love will eventually see you through. But you're going to have to face a lot of darkness. And if you're not willing to face that and have courage within yourself, then you're not going to change anything for anybody else. You got to be willing to face your own darkness and you got to be willing to go against the grain to create a new pathway, a new pattern, a new blueprint for your children and, and then for your grandchildren and then for your great-grandchildren. Thank you so much, Ashley, and thank you so much, Jason, for those stars. I appreciate it so much. So keep digging deep, guys. It's not, this road is not going to be easy. Love is not an easy road. Look at what happened to Jesus. If you need any, any proof of that, look at what happened to Martin Luther King. Look at what happened to Gandhi. Thank Thank God we are not we are not taking on 
that battle, that struggle, but we are taking on the battles and struggles of our own families in our own homes. And those can be, those can be revolutions within themselves. They can be wars within themselves. So I believe in you. I have faith in you. I know you can do this. You've got this. The home is where healing happens. Nowhere else. In the home, in the relationship, that's where the healing happens. That's where it really matters. That's where we really get down to it. And I hope you'll continue to fight the good fight. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. Remember, in any, any situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm. Or we can stop. We can slow down. Take three to ten deep breaths and choose love. And I hope you'll choose love. All right, guys. Love you. We'll see you sometime tomorrow. Join us live on weekdays at 6.30 Central Time on Facebook at the Post Institute. Don't forget to get your copy of Brian's best-selling book, From Fear to Love, on promotion. Just pay shipping and handling at www.feartolovebook.com. That's www.feartolovebook.com.